time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday after a week that saw Aberdeen safely through to the last eight of the William Hill Scottish Cup. It's Cosgrove. Turns gets away from his man, feeds it into Stewart. Back to Cosgrove. Good challenge, but it comes to him again. Yes! Yes! Great finish from Paul McGinn. A player who's got 37 goals, you feel, is going to come into it. And here he comes, tries a shot. Oh! What an absolute rocket from Stephen Dobie. 35 yards out. Okay, Stephen plays the corner shot to McGinn. McGinn crosses into the middle. Considine! Yes! Great header from Andy Considine. Back it goes to McGinn once again. McGinn gets the crossover. McGinn again with a great cross. Cosgrove makes it in the back of the net. 15 goals for the season for Sam Cosgrove. McGinn gets the ball onto his left foot, gets the cross in. It might fall for Logan at the far post. And that look at the handball there. And it's been given. Penalty kick. It's Michael Banks, the assistant referee over on the far side, that gave it. He moves straight to the edge of well, the 18 yard box. Look, looking at it again, it's, it's debatable. Yeah. Cosgrove comes forward and Cosgrove scores. Yeah, cool as you like to make it Aberdeen 4, Queen of the South 1. It's a return to league action with tomorrow afternoon's visit of Premiership Bottom Club St Mirren. We'll also have the latest predictions as the predictor starts to enter the home straight. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me are Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, last uh, Saturday, last Sunday, of course, Andrew, the Queen of the South game, and uh, that was Walker McCall, the dulcet tones, who joined us on, on Red TV. And uh, we've got Willie Garner tomorrow. So it's, uh, um, we're delving we're working, delving through the, the past yeah, heroes. Yeah, working, working through the, the old boys. Um, but yeah, uh, ultimately it was a good victory for Aberdeen. But for me, the highlight has to be that Stephen Doby goal. I mean, it's, this weekend it'll be 52 years since I went to Petordi first and I doubt if I've seen a better strike from distance yeah. Out of all the, the games that I've been to at Petaudry, it's just unbelievable when you see it. The ball doesn't move at all. It's not spinning at all. It just goes directly off his foot into the, the posted... It couldn't be closer to the posted stamp corner if he'd wanted to. And Big Joe Lewis afterwards said, you know, he felt like going out and celebrating with Stephen Dobie. It was such a good goal. Didn't realise Andrew was such a late starter at Petaudry, but uh, Dave, it was... <laughs> <say> some. <laughs> It was some goal, wasn't it? It was absolutely magnificent. That's for a 36-year-old still to be playing with that intensity and with, you know, with that capabilities. Maybe the legs aren't quite what they used to be, but there's a very sharp, keen football brain there. He's 36 years old and he's scored more goals than his age, which is absolutely uh, fantastic. But in the end, uh, a good professional job done by Aberdeen and, and Derek McInnes. He's just urging his players to keep their foot on the gas. We're well into the quarterfinal of the cup now. We've got that to look forward to. A uh, home tie. We've got um, important league games coming up, and none more so than tomorrow. So, you know, for us to make the next fixture more important in the league, then by winning the games, it's it's the only way forward. And uh, for us, if we can keep winning, the next game becomes more relevant, more important and more crucial in terms of what we want to try and do. And that's the way I want it, Aberdeen. I don't want us just to play out a season. I've always said that. I want the end of the season to be meaningful and have something really to play for. And to do that, you need to just keep churning away, picking up three points and, and, and keeping your, your head down, keep your mouth shut and just get on with the job. 
Another two goals uh, last Sunday, Andrew, for Big Sam. He's, uh, he's just continuing where he left off week after week. Yeah, uh, it's brilliant. And the thing I like about Sam is, you know, once he scored one, he doesn't rest in his laurels. He's always out looking for more goals. He scored six doubles in his 16 goals, four singles. And, uh, you know, it's only a matter of time before he gets that elusive hat trick. Well, he really should have got it <laughs> last mm. Sunday. That, that was probably the easiest chance. Well, he, he did. I spoke to him at the reserve game at Cove on Monday and I mentioned that and he said I felt a right numpty but he said I, I just, my feet just got all tangled up and I, I couldn't get a clean connection on it but as I say it's only a matter of time before he's taking a match ball home with him We'll let him off feeling a right numpty if he keeps scoring the goals eh Dave? Yeah if he keeps chipping in with uh, doubles here and there absolutely fantastic just talking to him earlier today Dave Big Sam uh, told me his, his confidence is sky high right now The aim as a striker is to score but I think it at this moment in time, I'm going out onto the pitch expecting to score. Um, so I mean, at the end of the day, it is my job to score goals. The confidence is high, but I think the confidence is high through the whole team. We all look forward to the, uh, the games that are coming up. Tomorrow, Andrew Simiran are bottom of the table. They're bottom of the table for a reason. A lot of signings in the January window. Um, but... Uh, they're still not managing to, to get the results. No, they're not. And it, it, it sort of smacks of desperation when you're bringing in so many players. Uh, it's a little bit like what happened at Rugby Park when Lee Clark was in charge, if you remember. They used something in excess of 40 players one season and there was no consistency about their play at all. St Mirren have lost their last six successive Premiership matches. They don't have a good record against Aberdeen at Pataudry in the last couple of years. And they must be really... You know, quite apprehensive about coming up to Pitordry tomorrow because they could get in the wrong end of a thrashing if Aberdeen really hit top form. And I'm sure the preparation, we know the preparation will be such that uh, they'll be. Aberdeen will be prepared just like if it was the champions coming tomorrow afternoon, not the, the bottom club. Derek McInnes wouldn't have it any other way, Dave. Uh, thoroughly professional. All opponents get the respect they deserve. Nobody, but nobody is taken lightly. Derek says St Mirren are another hurdle to get over. There's always an opponent trying to inflict the, that pain on you and, and uh, you've got to overcome that challenge. But that's that's the nature of the game and we'll just go and set about our business tomorrow and hopefully by the end of it we've scored one more goal in St Mirren. Uh, it's the very least and we can get three points. And uh, there will be a few names that we we don't recognise, so it will will be slightly different, uh, Andrew. But hopefully, the same outcome as we've had the last uh, three times they've come to Petardry, we've scored four goals in each of those occasions. Yeah, um, as I say, you know, the the team hasn't blended together, as you can see from the results. Uh, they're not coming here with any great confidence. And, well, one player that we will know is Greg Tanzi, but there's quite a number of others that we haven't seen. Hladke, the goalkeeper, Popescu, the centre-back, Muzek, the left-back, uh, Lyons in midfield, uh, Dreyer, the, the winger from Brighton, who looks quite decent and the exotically named Dukens Nazon up front yeah he scored a, a great goal name. as well <laughs> recently and mm. and again though we've mentioned Big Sam Dave but uh, he's somebody that the St Mirren defence I'm quite sure will not be fancying uh, looking after 
No, absolutely. He is a man for all occasions. You know, he he has really done so well for Aberdeen. He, you know, even before the goals started flowing, I, I thought a lot of his play was intelligent and you know very very clever. He's got a sharp uh, football brain, but it, but he, but he also says you know he really relishes the kind of rough and tumble of the top flight. I do enjoy you know getting rolling my sleeves up and getting dirty at times, but you know in in this team especially, I'm really enjoying. Um, the amount of football that we do play um, because it is, it is another side to my game that maybe at, at times does get underestimated I like to think that I do like the ball at my feet most of the time believe it or not I don't just win headers and you know rough rough people up I do like the ball at my feet to play football but that, that is something that I like to do and Andrew, I think we'd like to see the intensity that we saw after the break last Sunday for the whole 90 minutes. Yes, we would, because to be perfectly honest, our home record isn't that brilliant. We've only got the sixth best home record in the top flight. Celtic, Rangers, Kilmarnock, Hearts and Livingston all have better home records than we have. We've got the best away record, but let's start making Pataudry a really horrible place for people to come and visit once again. And you're right, you know, intensity and tempo about the performance right from the word go as it was in the second half last week and as it, you know with St Mirren confidence at a low ebb uh, we can have a, a real field day tomorrow yeah and that, that's uh, when, when a team's coming low on confidence the last thing they want is to get off to a bad start because that could just as we've mentioned open the floodgates yeah Dave the last thing you want to do is to show them any mercy you want to rub salt in the wounds straight away and the manager's absolutely spot on he says that they need to start off on the front foot against Queen of South we took too long to get going in it and bringing that drive nothing really wrong with performance it's still a bit safe and, and for me um, we've got to try and, and really impose ourselves on the game um, you know and I feel as though it is a game where with so few games left of the season the importance on each and every three points um, is clear and uh, hopefully we can see that in the performance and before we get your one to watch chaps we'll hear from the St Mirren Campier's manager Oren Kearney we're just looking at that one result, I think, and that one catalyst. And, you know, for me, the biggest indicator is the players at this point in time. And I've, I've been happy with their work ethic. I've been happy with their application of training. You know, all aspects of, of the mood around the place at this point in time is, is, is as good as it can possibly be in relation to, to where we've been and the journey that we've been on, which has been an interesting one this season. Um, and with that, I just still feel, you know, you look at what Motherwell have achieved in the last month where all of a sudden they put a run of three or four games together and it catapults you into a different place in the league and, and we're still holding on to and craving craving that that if we could get you know one result and one big performance that, that can be a turning point for us um, and send us off on a run Well let's hope that turning point isn't tomorrow Andrew you're one to watch for the men in red Um Assuming that he starts, um, the man who won Man of the Match last week, Niall McGinn, uh, he was right back at his best. Yeah, it's a great way to start when you've come on as a substitute that virtually with your first touch of the ball, you open the scoring. But after that, Niall was providing the ammunition that um, Sam Cosgrove and others thrive on. So if he can do that from the get-go tomorrow, I'm afraid uh, Mr Hladke in the St Mirren goal could have a sore back by the end of 90 minutes. It's easy for you. Indeed, indeed. And uh, Dave... Um, I'm going for Sammy, 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 Sammy Cosgrove Yeah, we'll um, hear more about that in indeed, the second half of the show Indeed, uh, the goal's fairly flowing for the big man And as we've heard, he believes he'll score every time he takes to the pitch Right, we'll continue our build-up to tomorrow afternoon's uh, Premiership game Between Aberdeen and St Mirren at Pitaudry after the... 
football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday. The Dons at home to St Mirren tomorrow afternoon and at press today, Dave. Uh, the manager was asked, as he is normally, mm. about uh, the out-of-contract players. Yeah, well, I, I asked him, uh, Dave, because he did say a couple of weeks ago he hoped to have some clarity. Uh, I asked him for an update on the futures of Graeme Shinney and Gary Mackay-Steven. We spoke again briefly this week. Uh, hopefully we uh, can get some news out of that in the next week or so. Um, I don't want it to dominate every press conference, and, no. and, and it won't, but you know, until... Both lads tell me that they're not going to sign, they're not willing to sign, then we continue to push and to try and uh, convince that they're both, both staying at Aberdeen is the right thing for them. Um, so there's nothing more to add to it at the minute. Hopefully we can get some news, hopefully good news, in the, next, uh, in the coming weeks. And the other big talking point uh, the last couple of days, Andrew, the uh, PFA's uh, petition in terms of trying to get rid of the, the plastic pitches. What's your own views on that? Well, I think I've got to agree with Jim McIntyre, the Dundee manager. There's such a variation amongst the, the different artificial surfaces where you don't get that type of variation in, in grass pitches. Not nowadays. You did in the past when a lot of grounds were mud baths. Um, but but nowadays, the vast majority of top-flight grass pitches are extremely good. Possibly the worst one at the moment is Celtic's one, which is a bit bobbly at the moment. But uh, I do feel that um, top-flight football should be played on grass. And I can understand the, the financial reasoning behind Kilmarnock and Livingston and Hamilton all having artificial surfaces, but they do not make for a good game of football. Yeah, I think most, certainly traditionalists, uh, people of our generation, football was always mm. played on grass. Yeah, it, 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 it certainly was. And, and the survey that was done of the players of the nine clubs that play their games on grass, absolutely 100% unanimous, don't want plastic pitches. And, you know, we put that to Derek McInnes today and he says that the players' views must be listened to. For me, just as a, as a general, to kind of back up the players' feelings on it, I think we would all accept we'd like to be playing with football and watching with football on the best grass pitches we can for the top flight. And that's what we should be trying and striving for. And and if they, these clubs need financial assistance when you come into the top flight to, to make that happen and to make that, that real certainty of a good grass pitch, then I think that's something that's worth working towards. Sam Cosgrove was up uh, in front of press this morning, Andrew, and uh, not uh, surprisingly was asked about the Dom's song that uh, appeared on uh, social media in the early hours of yesterday uh, yesterday morning and uh, showing a, another side to his talents. Yes, um, I seem to recall speaking to Dom Ball a while back and, and said, you know, how do you fill in your time off the pitch? And he enjoys travelling, he loves going to see the sights round about Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire, but he also said that um, he liked, you know, playing the guitar and, and singing a wee bit, and so we've now got the, the fruits of his labours. Yeah, and I think the other thing mm. shows what a tight-knit squad, the fact that uh, on a Champions League night, uh, the whole group of them were, were together watching, watching and writing songs, singing songs and playing games. Yeah, the team spirit, Dave, at Pitaudry is uh, absolutely superb. It's, it, it's brilliant, a very uh, tight-knit 
uh, tight-knit group. Um, I asked uh, Big Sam, it was uh, my duty at the press conference today, to, to ask him what he what he thought of the ball song. I absolutely love it, yeah. I, I was sat next to him, you can't see me in the video, but I was sat next to sat next to Danny and he was, he was staring into my eyes, I was staring into his eyes, you know, it was... <laughs> Day before Valentine's Day, it was a bit, a bit, nice. a bit romantic actually, but it's a, it's a nice little song. Can, can you see Don maybe getting a, a recording deal like this? I hope not. <laughs> go straight. He's looking for it. He's looking for it, but I think it'll go straight to his head if he did. It's just all, all gone. I mean, Sam, you know, not even three months ago. That you would never have dreamt of Sam now being top scorer by so much. It's absolutely fantastic. He's such a, a nice lad as well. Um, now getting songs written by him and uh, <laughs> the fans absolutely love him as well. Yeah, it's it's been a, a wonderful season for Sam and there's still so much more that can come his way between now and the end of May. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you buying the song if it's in the shop, then, Dave? Absolutely, Dave. I was going to say as well the 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 goal uh, bursts of music that we play at Petardu in Aberdeen score. I know it's Carnival de Paris for uh, Big Sam at the moment, but we, we need to play a clip of uh, Don Ball's dulcet tones and, yeah, and guitar be playing. Royalties for yeah, that. exactly. We probably will. <laughs> yeah, lots for each play. I'm quite sure. Right, uh, let's uh, before we turn to the predictor, let's get the kid in the kit rooms uh, thoughts on tomorrow afternoon's game. Boy, now the dawns. I will make it because I'm at a birthday party it's my auntie's birthday party and she's going to be sorry she's getting old yeah doesn't say much for us does it (laughs) it's certainly 30 oh I can't even remember when I was 30 it was so long long ago ago. right um, uh, Andrew what's the latest on the predictor the Red Army by the way are going to be represented by young Hadley Lovey this evening so uh, let's get our predictions first but what's the scores on the doors scores on the doors after last week Red Army scored 4 to move to 96 Dave G you had a stellar week 9 points to move to 102 Uh, Dave you managed to get 5 correct results but no correct scores so you get 5 points to move to 110 I got a couple of correct scores and a couple of correct results so I got 8 points so now on 115 Oh it's getting closer Well no it's not no. he's moving away Yes oh, okay. <laughs> Almost closer My the glass opposite. is half full Right um, Dave we'll start with you for Hibs against Hamilton Well Hibs players will be keen to impress new head coach Paul Heckingbottom great name that uh, Hibs 3 Hamilton 0 Andrew uh, Hibs 3 Hamilton 1 for me I've gone Hibs 2 Hamilton 1 Andrew Livingston against Dundee Uh, Dundee uh, desperately need the points Uh, Livingston aren't going quite as well at the moment but they do have as I mentioned earlier in the show an exceptional home record Uh, I'm going to sit in the fence and say 1-1 Dave that's exactly what I've got share of the spoils 1-1 I've gone 2-2 Dave staying with you Rangers St Johnston Ibrooks. Well, Saints have had a, a tough time, as we know, against Celtic. I don't think they'll get any joy against the other half of the old firm either. Rangers 3, St Johnston 1. Andrew? 2-1 uh, Rangers, uh, who are mumping and moaning. They've got no strikers because Morelos is banned. Foe is injured. Lafferty's injured, etc., etc. That's when you need a good, strong squad. But I think they'll still be too strong for a Saints side for whom the wheels have come off in recent weeks. Yeah, uh, lots of sympathy here, I'm sure. Rangers 2, Not. St Johnston nil on Sunday lunchtime Motherwell against Hearts Andrew uh, Again for me 
two sides very evenly matched and I'm going to sit in the fence once again and say it's going to finish 1-1 Dave? Uh, four wins on the spin for well Hearts three wins on a draw in their last four games uh, a narrow away victory for me 1-0 Hearts I've gone 1-1 Kilmarnock Celtic Dave that's later on uh, 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon yep Celtic very keen to bounce back from their Europa League disappointment against Valencia Killy though they have already humbled the hoops at Rugby Park this season and they are capable of doing it again I'm going to stick my neck out and go 2-1 Killy Andrew I'm going the opposite way I'm going to go 2-0 Celtic I think they will bounce back from that disappointment against Valencia and I've gone 2-1 Celtic and the big one leave that one till last Aberdeen against St Mirren Andrew well as I've said you know St Mirren come up here totally bereft of confidence Aberdeen have got the the country's informed striker in the form of Sam Cosgrove I think tomorrow's going to be the day that he picks up his hat trick don't know who's going to get the fourth goal but it's going to be a 4-0 win for Aberdeen Dave I'm going 5-1 the Dons with uh, Sammy 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 and such fine form he can inspire the Dons to a big win I've gone to 5-0 so let's get the views of the Red Army this week as we said from young Hadley OK Hadley let's start with Hibbs versus Hamilton 4-3 um, Hamilton oh that'll be good that's a good one put your money on that uh, Livingston against Dundee 2-1 Dundee Rangers face St Johnston 2-3 Rangers 3-2 okay, three, three, Rangers yeah and Aberdeen tackles St Mirren. Three four Aberdeen. Okay, four three Aberdeen. You like your you like your goals, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a couple of games on Sunday. Motherwell play Hearts. Um two two. Okay. And Kilmarnock host Celtic. Um two three Celtic. Three two Celtic. Okay, thank you very much. In League Two tomorrow, Peter Header at home to Queen's Park. Here's Blue Team boss Jim McAnally. We've not beaten them yet. We drew with them. It was the first game of the season, I think, at Peter Head. We drew with them and then we lost them at Hamden. So we certainly know how hard it's going to be. They're, they're always a young, enthusiastic team. They're in your face. And uh, they've got a couple of good old pros in there that keep them ticking along. So so we know how tough it's going to be. We've got, you know, we always respect everybody anyway, but certainly. When you've not beaten a team twice, we'll certainly be up and ready for them, that's for sure. Big uh, games in the Highland League, Andrew? Yeah, tonight, Inverurie Locos entertain Devon Vale out at Harlow Park. Tomorrow should be an absolute cracker up at the Balmoral Stadium. Cove Rangers now in second place on goal difference behind their visitors tomorrow, Brewer Rangers. That one could have a, a major bearing on the destination of the title. And the juniors, um, Dufftown entertain Banks at in the McLemmon Cup first round tomorrow. And it's Bridget on Thistle against Colony Park in the Super League. My voice is just about going, so that's your lot for another edition on Red of Red Friday. Remember Aberdeen against St Mirren tomorrow afternoon, three o'clock. Have a great weekend. See you next week. It's North Sound One's Red Friday.